All right, everybody. Hi. How is everyone? You, you need to mute your phone. Oh, is it? <laughs> uh, Thanks. I thought it was already muted. Yeah, so this is our 100 subscriber special. Yes, we're celebrating. Yeah, yeah, which we will once we get a few more people in here. Um, I'm really I, proud of us. There's going to be a common theme throughout this whole episode, and basically it's just about how there's for the general populace of America, there tends to be there seems to be two different stories happening <laughs> simultaneously, and I think that it just they they set to validate your uh, whatever political yeah. football team you tend to this is uh, just gravitate like towards. Sonic Adventure Two Battle, where there's a hero story mm-hmm. and there's a dark story, and you get to play both. And then at the end, the climax is you play both sides together for the the finale where you battle the same boss together. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Dude. I think the problem, though, with, <laughs> the, with this particular story is that these are both dark, dark teams. There's no there's, there's no, no hero. And there's, there's no, no hero side. here. No, they're both dark. Um, so I guess the first thing I wanted to pull up, and this is all going to end up being connected, is this article that I found the other day. That is talking, or actually, I think came out a couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. But it's about how younger people, like Generation Z, Zoomers, they're Zoomers. they're uninterested, or they're starting to sour on uh, yeah. gay stuff a little bit. So, in honor of Pride Month finally being over, for the finally, <laughs> finally being over, did, that, I've I've been asking a lot of people this question. I know I've asked you a, a version of this as well. When did this become a month? What? When did Pride Month become a thing? It's been a long time. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't ever remember it being like this. Well, it's like the same as like Women's History Month and like. No, 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 no. But this, this was Black History. This month. was this shadowed both of those months in terms of just <laughs> overall. It's true. It the, is very loud. like oppression to my eyeballs and my ears of like what I need to care about. As as a gay person, I was exhausted. Well, it feels like it's only just happening because I'm only politically I've only been politically conscious for like three or four years now. Right. Uh, I I have been for quite some time. And I'm telling you that this this particular month of June 2019 has been intense. Yeah. The loudest it's ever been. Yeah. I I think I feel that it's been pretty crazy. So this is an article from USA Today. Um, I want to pull up for everyone to read. And there's a few comments I have on it. So I want to see Mm -hmm. if you don't mind doing some reading. Not at all. So this is the the headline. The young are regarded as the most tolerant generation. That's why results of this LGBTQ survey are, quote, alarming. And this is an outline article by Susan Miller. No, 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 no. This is from USA Today. I use outline to get all the shit to go away. Remember <laughs> I, I showed you about that? that? Yeah. Yeah. So there, <laughs> just so you guys know, there's an amazing, there's an amazing. Um... <laughs> oh my God. Thank, Jordan is showing some guns. Thank you, Neon Oni. Um, oh, by the way, I wanted to mention to you guys before we get into this article that your comments come through exactly 20 seconds after normal in the program that we're using. I have Sean. Sean has the actual comments mm. pulled up on his phone here. But just so you guys know, like, if you have some spicy joke, hopefully Sean will catch it in time. Otherwise, if I catch it here, it's exactly 20 seconds delayed. Um, so anyway. So, so yeah, th- sorry. I'm going to I'm gonna backtrack what I said. So Outline, as you were saying, is it's not where the article's from. Outline is a program that lets you look at uh, news websites like this one without any ads. It's just the article. No shitty comments. Nothing nothing obtrusive no. for your eyes. Yeah, and also like if it's a, if it has a paywall, it'll also it'll also go around the paywall. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, sorry about that. Um, it says uh, the number of eighteen to thirty four number of Americans eighteen to thirty four who are comfortable interacting with LGBTQ people slipped from fifty three percent in twenty seventeen to forty five percent in twenty eighteen. So it went down like eight percent. Uh, the only age group to show a decline. So <laughs> our age group went down in uh, comfort- comfortability interacting with gay people. 
and that's down from 63% in 2016. So it's on a steady decline by about 10% a year. Right. Um, let's see. Driving the dilution of acceptance are young women whose overall comfort levels plunged from 64% in 2017 to 52% in 2018, says the survey conducted by the Harris Poll on behalf of GLAAD. Um, so, <laughs> actually, when, when you first sent this to me, I kind of pointed out <laughs> young women is probably young white women <laughs> right. who are growing less comfortable with lgbtq things well l l i really want you to just get all the way through the article yeah, of course because i want you to i want you to really focus on how they frame it and then we can talk about why this is oh, really of course, happening of course, of course uh so this is a quote from john gerzema we count on the narrative that young people are more progressive and tolerant uh these numbers are very alarming and uh, and signal a looming social crisis in discrimination all right, and then it says 36% of young people said they were uncomfortable learning a family member was LGBTQ compared to 29% in 2017. 34% were uncomfortable learning their doctor was LGBTQ, and that's down about 8% as well, or 7%. 39% were uncomfortable learning their child had a school lesson on LGBTQ history versus 30% in 2017, so that's a decrease of 9%. Uh, the negative shift of the young is, is surprising, said Sarah Kate Ellis, GLAAD president and CEO. When glad don't. Right. Actually, okay, we need to we need to stop here. All so, right. I, I I have I have had this opinion of Glad for quite some time, which is that they are a they're an organization that has been rendered uh, irrelevant, mm -hmm. and so they have to drum up grievance in order to have a steady flow of donations and remain solvent because they don't have really anything to work for anymore, other than really really fringe issues, which is why I think that acceptance it. What this article, what it's trying to paint it as is that this this means that Generation Z is likes you and I less. But that's not the case. They don't like Desmond. They don't like right. women in sports that are trans women in sports. They don't like this trans bathroom thing. Like women feel less safe, I think, which is why you're seeing this this sort of decline. Less safe and also less protected in the things in which they are, they can't compete at the same level as males can because a trans male to female can just go in and crush the competition as has been proven time and time and time again um so anyway i'm sorry do you want to <laughs> sure um uh, this is a quote from that ceo from glad this newness they're experiencing could be leading to this erosion it's a newness that takes time for people to understand our job is to educate about non-conformity so this th this newness do you think it's going to take time for people to understand or does it have to actually maybe have some basis in social science <laughs> Jeez. i mean seriously though well, the thing is, like, people like Desmond are getting shoved down these throats that – or shoved down people's throats, and it's it's so unpalatable because it's so extreme. Because you're sexualizing a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very extreme, and younger people if, are if still you, adapting If, if you this. don't have a problem with Desmond, you, you're you a problem. Mm. Uh, like, Desmond is universally a problem. Of course. I, I mean, there's – For many fucking reasons, but – sorry, I don't mean to be so curse. I don't mean to be so cursive, I guess. <sighs> Um, but for many reasons, but they're exploiting this kid. Right. Well, and, and it's actually, it was funny. I was talking to somebody else about this recently and, um, I've kind of deemed it as it, it, it's, it's this new version of Munchausen by proxy where the parents, now they don't have to poison their kids anymore. Well, they, they are poisoning them by giving them puberty blockers or whatever else, but it's their, it's their version of poisoning their kids so they can now get attention. Mm -hmm. And I think that Desmond's mother is exactly, that's exactly what she's doing. She's she's propping this up and making him a public figure and letting him be sexualized by older men because it's getting her a lot of attention. Wow. As you've seen her become more featured in things. Yeah. And now the inevitable thing has happened, which is like there's an article I saw the other day that she's all outraged that 
uh, pedophiles were uh, around Desmond. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're creating an environment and like beauty pageants also attract yeah. pedophiles. Like you, you knew this was going to happen and you are so thrilled about the outrage that it, that it, uh, that it created, mm-hmm. which is so going to be the theme of this entire podcast on everything that we're talking <laughs> about is like, number one, it's, it's the, the outrage in which you, uh, you 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 want to happen? It's kind of similar to like we're talking about with Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder's glad he got this. This controversy is the best thing to ever happen of to course. Stephen Crowder. And same with Carlos Maza. Like his people doubled down on him, and Crowder's people doubled down on him, even though they both suck a buffet of dicks with that are bleeding and aren't, we, bad dicks. Dicks well, you don't want to suck. <laughs> um, so Full anyway, so the dirty, the theme of this yeah. podcast is going to be uh, is going to be that. <sighs> um, but first, for our 100, oh, 100 subscriber special, yay! Which we couldn't believe it. Actually, I, I, we, I, we set that really small goal just because we're like, well, you know, we're not really growing, but it's crazy. I think in three weeks we got like we, from yeah. seventy-five to to hundred. Yeah, it's been really great. Yeah, I think it was like twenty-something days, but yeah, this is really great. I'm really proud of us. I am too. And we're gonna celebrate with some bubbly, bubbly champagne. Well, I guess. I'm gonna be the snob and say that it's not real champagne. It's it's sparkling wine. Well, champagne. I like that you got uh, you got Corbell. Of course, and I got Corbell. And my memory of Corbell is this this my brother's old roommate named Vanessa who used to do blow and drink a whole bottle of Corbell, <laughs> and then she would just talk, and talk, oh, and talk. Oh Jesus, she sounds terrible. She she was a good person, but <laughs> but Corbell and uh, and uh, cocaine made for a very no yeah that, not very for a good woman person. makes. <laughs> Okay, Shakespeare. All right, I see you. Oh my, you woke up Peter. He's like, ah, don't do it. <laughs> so yeah, sorry guys, uh, we just we needed to have a little. Celebratory oh yeah, I'm thing. really proud of us. I think I think we can suck our own dicks for a little while at least. Um, just because I don't know, we started this. We technically started this podcast like over a year ago, a year and a half ago, but. We left it for a little while, then brought it back with just audio, and now we're back on video. And this has been just so fucking cool. Um, but yeah, let's uh, toast to that, and thank all of you guys for, I don't know, being here. Cheers. Yeah, thank you guys. Ah, oh, that's good. Yep, I can already feel it coursing through my veins. All right, so. Okay, on the heels of this of this thing I was talking about about how it's this kind of tribal mentality and the people sort of leaning into whatever side ends up being convenient for them and how people have now have this distorted image of reality or view of reality rather because they are so hard line on their narrative mm-hmm. and I think that it ter- it's almost like a Christian who is starting to like lose faith. And they get kind of scary because, like, they're scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that's what... The, you mean, like, they double down on their Christhood? It, it, exactly. Yeah. And I and I think that now this is what's happening after Andy, Andy Ngo getting attacked. Mm. Um, so if you don't know who Andy Ngo is, he's... Uh, so I've been following him for quite some time. Um, he's a fellow gay. He's a fellow gay. He's Vietnamese. Um, he's a person of color. The, there you go. The identity part <laughs> is relevant because of the people that kicked his ass and yeah. what their motives are and what their agenda claims to be. Um, but a lot of people tried to paint Andy, Andy as some sort of reporter. I mean, he, he has written articles for the Wall Street Journal, and he does write for Quillette, which isn't a right-wing outlet. It's very, like, Sam Harris writes for Quillette, yeah. and Ajit Nawaz writes for Quillette. It's very m- centrist. Yeah. They do, I would, in fairness, I would say they do pick 
topics that the right would cover and the of left course. wouldn't cover, but they don't cover them with any sort of attitude. It's just more right. like this is what it, this is the honest truth right. of it. So I wanted so it, what Andy does is he lives oh. in Portland and he goes to these. Um, usually, it's, it it always starts the same way. It's some right wing organized organized event where they um, it's like Patriot Prayer or whatever of different event that it is. They get permits to do what they want to do, and it doesn't matter if you don't like it. What they're doing is legal. They're allowed to be there. Mm-hmm. And then Antifa shows up uh, to essentially go, and this isn't – I know this is almost becoming a meme because everybody says it now, but go to LARP. They buy, like, a bunch of, a, a bunch of you know, tactical gear on Amazon and, and go out. Party and, City. Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. And it might as well be. I mean, it's a, it's a fucking clown <laughs> show anyway. But um, so I wanted to just pull up the video of Andy. So all Andy does is he goes and he films these events. He doesn't he doesn't instigate. He doesn't get involved. He doesn't do anything, anything. He doesn't yeah. do anything. Viewer discretion advised. There's some blood and uh, a little uh, bit of violence in this. In yeah. The top right corner there. I mean, I guess so. But just I mean, if you're squeamish. OK. Um, so let's, <laughs> I just want to show you guys kind of what, what happened to him. This I'm just giving them a warning. OK. OK. I'm no, just being I, nice. I, was just, I was just trying to remember whether or not it actually did have any of that. So let's go ahead and play this for you guys. So Andy's like five two. He's a really little guy. Did they show the hit in that one? Uh, I don't know I about didn't see it. that one, but here's yeah. his face. Um, if you want to see, yeah. So he, I mean, he definitely got hit several times. Let me see if I can find another angle of it. Oh, uh, Jesus, this one may have it. Hang on, let's see. Things to use as potential weapons. Uh, I don't know if I can yeah. find the one of him actually getting. I I don't hit. know where it was. It wasn't on his uh, profile. Uh, when I saw it, it wasn't. Which it's just, it's real bad. So you just saw the milkshakes, but right before that, he gets fucking clobbered. Yeah, he gets hit several times in the face. And they were using those, like, tackle gloves. Like, everyone was saying they're Oakley brand ones, but they several bands make them where there's, like, carbon fiber on the knuckles. Oh, Jesus. And so that was kind of why their hits were so effective, even though their arms are, like, you know, soybeans. Right. Like, that, that's, the, that's the most frustrating part about this is just kind of how pathetic the, like, you know, and then, so, okay, so the point of this was... Uh, Violence is wrong, right? This right. is obvious. No matter, I don't care if this is David Duke. You don't do this you, because so if it's David Duke, you have now Stephen Crowdered him and you've made him into a martyr. And so if you don't like Andy Neo, uh, now Andy no, Neo no, uh, he's I say like Neo, yeah, uh, something like that. He's he's now he was na- he was national trending news, uh, uh, worldwide trending news because you guys did this to him, and then so. But the crazy part to me was like, okay, well, everyone's going to universally condemn this, right? This is going to, everyone's going to see that this is such a problem. I mean, this is a, this is a small man being surrounded by a bunch of people and getting punched in the face. Yeah. And then, so I started reading the comments and I started to see comments like this here. Uh, What would be radical is if the people who pretend to be outraged by this were outraged when his fascist buddies murdered Heather Heyer or Heyer. And then read my comment. And Jordan, you say, are you really so far gone that you think it's impossible to condemn both? The far right mouth breather that killed Heather is as insane as these people are. The far right and left are exactly the same thing. Get out of your bubble. 
So it was astounding to me to see how many people there were that were talking like that, like how it was like, oh, he deserved it, or he writes for far right wing outlet Quillette, and and uh, and you know. Everyone was in on it. Carlos Maza, all the typical sort of, of uh, sort of people. Because he has a platform now. Right, exactly. And again, it's this thing of like, there are two stories playing in people's heads. One that uh, I, I would say that the right is weaponizing Andy now to be look at these crazy, like all of the left is like this. And it's like, no, no, no. It's, these, it's, it's a bunch of trust fund white Portland kids who don't have jobs who are sucking on mommy and daddy's teeth that yeah. can buy their tactical gloves on Amazon and want to go out and LARP. That's, that's <laughs> what this is all about. And so they're not really, they're not a reflection of the left, but they are a reflection of how intense each of these sides are. And, and, mm-hmm. and what I think that the left is highly <laughs> underestimating is how armed the other side is. Like, yeah. you, like no matter what gear you buy on Amazon, the other group has weapons that will turn you into mulch in a matter of seconds. So you, you guys are seriously overestimating your, your power of authority on this one. Yeah. Um, Neon Oni says, some medium.com writer claimed that No was previously doxing Jewish anti-alt-right reporters putting their lives in danger. That, that's the new justification. Jesus fucking Christ. Andy doesn't do he doesn't do anything really other than go and film these things. And, like, and also, too, like in, in fairness to the people who criticize him, him calling himself a journalist, I mean... <laughs> It just seems like everybody with a fucking GoPro now yeah. is a journalist, and and, and so like and, and really he he the, you know, um, he said he didn't think that he was putting himself in danger by going and doing this, but they know who he is now, and so it's that kind of thing of like you 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 are, you, you are they have effectively smeared you into being the embodiment of what they don't like, so you showing up to these events is intrinsically putting yourself in danger, and in future I would if you really choose to keep doing this, which you should, you need security. And unfortunately, the security you're going to hire is going to end up popping one of these fucking stupid faggots yeah. because because they'll get wildly beyond control. And especially like if, if that's the thing is like if you if uh, you find the actual footage, let me find the actual footage of him getting hit because I think it's important to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't mind, kind of speaking for just no, a yeah, of course. Um, before you, I mean, yeah, while you're looking for that, um, I don't know if any of you guys noticed, I'm wearing a uh, a Tom Nook shirt from Animal Crossing, and uh, nobody has mentioned it. So I feel very neglected. And, uh, oh, um, actually, before you show anything, did you see that um, that uh, interview he did on CNN? Andy No? Yeah. No. He's not a great speaker. Uh, he's even worse now. Uh, he had a, he got a brain hemorrhage. Okay, let's let's do a timeout on that one. Okay, like, okay. <laughs> that's another thing that I did want to comment about. Because, because okay, like, look, I, I, you know that I'm, uh, you can back me up that I am somebody who takes brain injury fucking yes. really seriously but i'm looking at those hits on him and i'm like what he's saying is going to be the long-term repercussions of getting hit in the head like that i'm like andy you, but you, you still you gotta watch that that interview he is he's not a good speaker to begin with he never was though but did you watch him speak before yeah I, i've seen it i've seen it have you you've seen him speak before not like intense stuff but like i've I, seen him talk. i've seen him talk a lot and he is he's I saw him. He was interviewed by Brett Weinstein today, and exactly the same. He's he was exactly the same to me. He was saying that oh, he's having really? like cog, but he's always been really slow and too measured and not a very compelling speaker. Uh, I mean, that's just kind of he felt really down to me. He seemed yeah, no, he definitely seemed like disappointed and sad. But like, I can't really seem to find the video of I him mean, like physically downed. Oh, da- like yeah, um, I can't really seem to find the clear. There there was another angle of it, but I can't seem to find it. Uh, yeah, no. it's uh, 
this guy's such a fucking oh. fruitcake. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it just he, his, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good. He doesn't sound good. Uh, um, uh, 38 seconds there? That's that's what we just saw, though. But the, it has more time, so maybe... Oh, yeah, he's getting hit there. At the very beginning. Okay. Let's watch this one real quick. Um, sorry, guys. Let me play yeah. Ugh. Well, that's the same as what we saw earlier. Hmm. I think we we both saw a different thing, but it doesn't fucking matter. We know he's still he's yeah. Um, Neononi says he's. I'm sorry. Maya says, "Hate crimes are a wake up call on how cruel humans can be when justified by a group of like minded thinkers." That's exactly it. Uh, Neononi says he's suing the city. His lawyer must have told him to play up the brain hammer and jangle. I think that that's exactly what's happening. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I, I, I look. I, well, I mean, so be it. And like, these, I mean, these losers just, gotta just, get it. Just to be very clear, you like, you know, brain. I, I don't even watch MMA because oh, brain injury freaks me out of so course, much. I know that. Like, I think that's why Chris Benoit killed his family. I think that's why Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. Like, I yeah. think CTE is a serious, serious, serious problem. But what happened to him and seeing, like, where exactly he was hit, like, he didn't get knocked unconscious, which is, like, the big part of it, of, like, when brain damage does end up happening. Um, but even getting your brain jostled can cause problems. And it can cause bleeding, but it's pretty easy to, like, have your brain bleed. And, like, they kept calling it a brain bleed, brain bleed, or hemorrhage. That's not very difficult to have that happen. I mean, like, you can you can literally get up and hit your head on a desk and have that happen. But this is all irrelevant. The, re- the, re- the reality is that you just shouldn't be hitting people in the fucking face. Um, so that's that's kind of you know now where we sit with it unfortunately but but yeah I mean, it, what, what, what's so tough about this is it's like I don't I was just I think I was just more so shocked that it wasn't universal condemnation like right. and, and and also too that like how people again they have these two different stories but then we're glad to have an audience like we have where we can all look at this and be like both of these sides are bad right the proud boys are bad and Antifa is bad that's not too why is it so hard for people to wrap their head around right. it? I, I i mean like just really like any organized group they should have been the, the the turning point to to employ my charlie kirk side but um this should have been like the turning point for a lot of people on the left who cling so closely to their identity uh to see a person of color and a gay person all in one get beat the fuck Who's up really small he's a really he's a little small person. dude yeah they should have they should feel for him and if their identity is so important to him or so important to them they should see that there's some importance in antifa just fucking clobbering him yeah because because like it really proves you're not a defender of of these minority groups exactly. you're a defender of your ideas exactly and your ideas fucking suck um so so again too like another really weird one was um was so basically that moment that we saw in the debates where they were saying that they want to give illegal immigrants all I wasn't here for that universal health care but you know that that happened yeah I know I wasn't in that and again to, that to me is such an obvious stupid statement it, like there's two really big things that happened they didn't talk about this in the debates but it, like it was coming up before them which is reparations and and this giving health care to illegal immigrants 
neither of these things are tenable at all. Like so, right. like let's let's take reparations for for the first one. And, and like one of the biggest foils in that argument is like, okay, what if you're a mixed race, right? So like you're white and you're black, and this is there's got to be people like this where half your family owned slaves and the other half were slaves. It's it's like so. And then are we going to employ DNA tests to everybody? And then the mm-hmm. ones that, oh, like... That's the, my hang-up. The, the, the point is that there's no... Lo- like, this is just a platitude that has no yeah. logical conclusion that would do good for anybody. But people like Al Sharpton are such a... Like, they're such race grifters that they don't really care about their whether or not they're... Like, they would be an outcome that would help his community. He just wants to get more TV time. So he's willing to prop people up and have them seriously say that without even questioning their motives on why they would say it. He'd rather just have it be out there and said and he gets attention and gets his dick sucked um the other one was okay so the the obvious thing is like if you're going to give free health care to legal Im- immigrants we don't have borders like what would stop everybody just from coming here if, if literally you're you're st- and, and like all that moment would have really taken would, would have been the caveat of uh well i mean if, if you're an illegal immigrant and you go to the emergency room will we treat you anyway so we have to figure out a system through which to have this be less expensive on the back end for this problem that we can't really seem to solve because there could because there are more than 20 million people here that we can't really deport ethically because mm-hmm. it would cause a financial burden and chaos and some some serious sort of um, just ethical issues in removing that amount of people. Um, so it, it's it's just, it, like it, it's been interesting to me to watch and we'll get into this the next portion through through talking about this. Again, this this two-sided story thing. But what Trump has been so massively effective at is backing the Democrats into a corner of positions that are so wildly uh, unpopular, mm-hmm. I think, to the to the whole of the country. I mean, I may be wrong, but like that that one in particular, giving like saying Medicare for all for illegal immigrants, I don't suspect the majority of the country was like, wait. Yeah, they, they like, oh, yeah, that's that's a great idea. That's a really good idea. Great idea. And I also um, just the illegal immigration issue in general. He has backed them into this corner where his message is clear. It's like, I want to close the fucking thing down. I want to deport everybody, which is like, I don't know. It's extreme, but it's like at least he has a, a plan that he wants to do. And they've been back into a corner of having no plan. It's just sort of like if I keep playing on your moral virtues and I keep saying kids in cages more, it'll distract you from the fact that I have no plan on how to fix this. Which the reality is that this is like 40 years of failed policy under Democrats and Republicans. This is not Trump's fault. Those cages that you guys are talking about were built by Obama. So there's like this, it's almost as if the Democrats are in this position now to where it's like, and left kind of in general of like, well, if we just keep lying, people will eventually start to believe our lies and all we have to do is win it doesn't matter how much we lie if we win then we can then everything will be okay but the reality is that they don't realize that most most of the people have access to the internet now and can know they're lying and then i I hope that's what i hope anyway maybe it's wishful thinking my i mean i think i think people a lot of young people are waking up to everything especially how obama wasn't the most ethical president but I don't think enough people are have woken up to it that our politicians, our, our Democratic candidates, can continue to lie about it and make it seem like Obama and Obama's values were the ones to follow or that he had values to follow and that we need another Obama. And that's why so many people, so many candidates are sort of framing their platforms the way Obama did. Yeah, yeah, but I think enough people, or I think people are waking up, but not enough to the point where 
we can continue to be lied to because not enough people realize that Obama started a lot of these problems. Right. I honestly, I hate talking about like past presidencies because I find it to be so pointless because because it's like it's like a really similar thing like you bring up the home the homeless problem and everyone's like well, what about ronald reagan i'm right. like it's been 40 fucking years like like you know and like under under democratic leadership so it's it's just one of those things of like look reagan did like shut down uh god damn it I know, fucker. There's, a, <laughs> there's a fly in here um super high quality stream we've got going on <laughs> you missed it damn it i think Maybe. um i don't know we'll see uh but yeah, like Ronald Reagan, yes, he did. He did close down the mental institutions, which which was a huge boondoggle in terms of like decreasing the amount of homeless people that were here. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like forty fucking years. Like, have you not found a solution in forty fucking years to this problem? And it's exploding right. now, and it's a completely Democrat-run state here in California. So, what exactly um, have you been doing? Um, so kind of okay. So again, to, to the to the two side narrative. So uh, Trump crossed the DMZ. Oh shit! Yeah, which is the first That's a pretty huge fucking deal. Which is the first American president ever to do this, and I feel like it's worth watching because, and I'll explain why it's worth watching. So we're gonna watch it together again here. Oh. Movie night. Hang on one second. Let me put. That <laughs> At one of the most militarized borders on earth, an historic handshake. A U.S. president, a North Korean leader, and an extraordinary invitation. This really is so fucking wild. Dude. It is wild. And this all happened because he sent a tweet saying, "Like, hey, I would love to meet Let's up with you. Let's check hang your out. DMs. Yeah, check your DMs, Kim. Yeah, <laughs> seriously." Oh my god. And Donald Trump didn't disappoint. Dude, unreal. That's stepping, really crazy. Yeah. Positively striding in. So here here's my point, my point to this. This was Okay. So so well I'll, I'll get a few things out of the way. Um was it a photo op? Yeah. Of course it was. Um but does that does that matter? Fuck no. This was unfucking believable. And uh, what was so crazy was so that, like the the left media was rushing so hard just to paint it as um <laughs> uh, try to paint it as some sort of uh just a photo op moment like this like this wasn't like a mo monumental kind of thing that ended up happening Th this has never happened this right. has never happened and the other part of it was like they were saying well oh moon uh the uh from south korea wasn't there he was there he was there. Oh, he was. Yes, and he he had crossed the DMZ, which I actually think was the bigger moment. Was he did several months ago. Yeah, right? which was Moon Moon crossing the DMZ was bigger than Trump crossing it. Yeah. But the reality is that like it takes the U.S. and South Korea to end the Korean War effectively, mm -hmm. and I think that this we're seeing the start of it. So it's like, how could anyone see this as a net? Like it's just that thing of people hate him so much, they can't see how important this moment was yeah like and and take take him out of it and his ego or what like whatever his motives right. may be we may not know put what they obama are in his place well do you want to see what obama or put clinton in do his you want to see what obama was doing <laughs> just imagine that and you'd be just as excited so let me show you obama at the dmz did he did he meet with oh this is obama at the dmz hang on let me get up with his <laughs> So here, here he is, uh, behind bulletproof glass, 
That that's Obama at the DMZ. Super cool. So yeah. that's that's the other part of this too is like the fact that Trump crossed the DMZ. I mean, he had security obviously, but like, dude, that took fucking balls. Yep. And for anyone to deny it is you you get your head get your head examined. I was saying to uh to Maya actually, um, Kim Jong Un loves Trump. Loves him, and he's you know, his best fucking friend. And and also okay, okay, and that's actually really important. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that. This this was it, this happened because they have an obsession with or like the, the Kim family has an obsession with American pop culture. Yes. And Trump is American pop culture. Oh, my God. He's so, the embodiment. Uh, if, if any of you guys don't know that's watching a lot of the reason why. Uh, so everyone was like, why the fuck was Dennis Rodman in North Korea? The reason why Dennis Rodman was in North Korea. Um, uh, the reason why Dennis Rodman was in North Korea was because Vice Vice News, when they used to still be good. Went over there originally with Shane Smith and shot a documentary there. The documentary made them so angry, they said that no American media can ever return. So Vice wanted to go back. And so they said, okay, like they found out that Kim Jong-un has this obsession with the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. <laughs> and so they said, look, if we bring one of the original Chicago Bulls, Dennis Rodman, will you let us come in? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they let them come in and film again because they brought Dennis Rodman in. So Dennis Rodman wasn't over there. Some they, 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 Did you notice they tried to paint him as some crazy person? Who of went, course they did. And, and it was like, no, no, no. He, he was actually a diplomat. Yeah. Like, I mean, really. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. But then like, that makes this even less crazy of like Trump is American zeitgeist, whether or not you like it. I mean, even before he became president, he just he was this kind of American public figure that kind of represents probably the media that Kim Jong Un consumes, which is like that of the 80s and 90s. And so, you know, I, I'm sure Kim Jong Un watches Home Alone and remembers that scene of Trump. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? So so like, I'm, I'm sure that this was that's what oh this is about. God. So like, I think that this is like a very Reagan-esque kind of thing of like using their celebrity in order to uh, end up making advancements towards peace with these leaders who like them because they're public figures, not because they're politicians and don't hide behind glass like Obama did. Right. Right. Uh, it just shows that he was fearful, that Obama was fearful, but yeah. Thing uh, so my, I have some background music on the, on the Trump Kim thing. It, Something it, orchestral. It is pretty interesting yeah. though, because like, like, so it also, everyone keeps saying like, oh, he's being so friendly to these dictators. And it's like, okay, what is the fucking alternative? You blow him up yeah, and he, start a yeah, war? Yeah, he's going to go no. like, oh yeah, you, 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 uh, you stupid tiny dick bastard. Like, what the, <laughs> you know, come on. Yeah. Your hands smaller than mine. Smaller than mine. So much smaller. <laughs> You're so gay. So fucking stupid. It's like, he, like, what is that going to accomplish? Right, exactly. Like, so it's the thing, Bill that, Marbet, the thing that he has to do is, is go and just be like, you're great leader blah 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 like we're buddies like and like even if like he doesn't believe it even if he does who cares like if it if it has peace between the yes. two koreas that's a great thing fluff him up and de-escalate the problem here right yeah but you know what's amazing is so like so the the left hates it and the, and the neocons on the right hate it because they love war so much yeah um, they're dying for war they're slobbering they're uh, sucking war's dick so uh, adrian says i don't hate him i just hate the stupid shit he says like his last tweet i don't even know what his last tweet is but like okay so i can handle his twitter it doesn't bother me mm -hmm. um sometimes it's 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 funny but you have to understand that like the way that he t so there are three trumps there's rally trump which is basically like don fucking rickles at a, at a stand-up show there's there's uh twitter trump which is not your you're not his audience i mean his audience are like his very simpleton fans who yeah like the people who want to actually comment on a Trump tweet, which is like a very seldom a person. Um, uh, yeah, Kevin, a lot of a lot of them do, but most of the ones that have mixed feelings about it are kind of more on the conservative side. 
from what I understand. Um, from what I actually, when I, I actually went on Korean Twitter that night and translated a lot of what they were saying, and about 75 to 80% of it was positive. Do you think the end goal is one united Korea? I think yes, because because really? be, because it, it's this is very much like a Berlin Wall situation. Like there are people who have who have escaped that have family that are oh, still stuck in North Korea, yeah. and they want them to co- be able to come over. I think that South Korea probably has concerns though because they're going to have a refugee situation, a huge crisis. Yeah, and yeah. so I, and, and I don't really think that they have the infrastructure to take on that many people. So that's a bit of a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't I don't know about I, why not. Why wouldn't they stay separate but do something like the EU where it's like, you know, you can move freely between France and Italy. Like, I don't know. It's a, a confederation of both North Korea and South Korea. Why not have like a... Right. I, I, I just, I, I legitimately wonder though, like how, like, because uh, there is a lot of like propaganda that goes on in North Korea. I just wonder like if, if they just said tomorrow, like the borders open, as many people can cross over as, as they want to. People would leave. They would well, th- fly I don't out know. of North Korea. I, I, I don't know. Really? I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, because they, they, they are so indoctrinated into like, yeah. these are like the oppressors and whatever else. Like, th- like that thing I was talking about how like Asians don't tend to go into like a religious ideology. They kind of turn nationalism into a religion. Yeah. Um, and not all Asians, obviously, but like Japan did this, Korea yeah. did this, Vietnam did this, like, so China did this as well. So like in lieu of a religious ideology, they choose to radicalize their nationalism. So I don't know. I, 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 that's actually almost why I want this to happen. Cause I'm curious to see mm-hmm. how many people end up sort of flooding back and forth. But on the bright side, it's like if, if people, if South Koreans are allowed to go and visit North Korea, um, it's such a weird place that tourism money would be huge yeah, and, and would inject a huge amount of money into their economy that's desperately needed. And it would open them up to trade lines of, you know, basically make them a national trading partner. The thing is, is that I, I don't I don't really think that they're going to denuclearize, which is actually something that I, I wanted to talk about of like, why would any country de- get right, rid of it? Be- right. Because like, I don't I, I truly believe that in this time, no country is going to use nuclear weapons. I think I talked about this on the Ar- Iran thing, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. <laughs> but every country knows that if they use a nuke, it's mutually assured destruction. So yep. their country is going to be gone. And especially in, if minutes. They, in, in, in minutes, in minutes and like, in, you know, and so. I, I think that everybody just wants nukes as a like as a negotiating tactic. That's really all it is. And so I think that asking countries like North Korea or Iran to denuclearize is a fruitless endeavor. And I don't know if you if someone disagrees with me, please let me know. Um, so hang on one second. Let me read some of these comments here. Um, uh, Kevin Kevin says usually older generations hate it and younger South Koreans are for it. And I think that that's honestly because of uh, the uh, impending. Um, uh, immigration issue um and i think that's kind of what you see here as well um Nianoni says the mainstream media said that calling kim jong-un rocket man would start world war three and now visiting the dmz is legitimizing him right exactly right there's no winning there's no winning and, and it's again as i was saying there's like this sort of like these two different worlds that people live in and like in which their reality is skewed and, and the, your reality should just be this this is at the very least you don't have to even call it good it's interesting. This is very fucking interesting. And this has never happened before. Right. Um, RetroTuber says, uh, Tom says, you look, you took the, the words out of my mouth. It was Ronald Reagan, the uh, the other entertainer president, president all over again. And look, like, there was a lot of shit that, like, Reagan did. And, like, in terms of him being, like, that, that's kind of the shame about Trump is, like, he's not nearly the orator that, that Reagan was. 
But the great thing about Trump being as caustic as he is is that he can't hide the shit that Reagan hid. Yeah. And so, like, everything that Trump, the, his administration, administration is doing, we know it because he can't shut his fucking mouth about it. And he has no tact about right, the way he talks Twitter. about it. Yeah. And, and, and so, like, if you just look at all these things of, like, this is the most transparent president we've had because either he can't help himself or he's doing it by design if you really want to impugn or right. rather not impugn but like uh give good motives to him which i'm not willing to do uh we're, we're seeing everything we know exactly what's going on and uh, i think that like I, I think that a lot of this this symbolic crossing had to do with um with uh, uh, she, uh, she, uh she as well from china mm-hmm. as like i think that they all want this to kind of start to simmer down uh, quite a bit so um yeah oh. and, and and that's that um i think kim just needs a a dad dude he's that's exactly dad, what it is and that's what trump is dude and really. you can you can see it like even in that clip like you can just see that he's like oh my god daddy daddy likes me <laughs> yeah it, it, like he needs a a dad role model and dude and like it's kind of one of those things too so like yeah we, we know that he did really horrific shit um of course it, like or and that, that's kind of the question too it's like so like there's there's a lot of speculation like with hitler for example right. about whether or not like he knew he knew like so he obviously thought that like Jew, you know Jew, jewish people were the problem and blah 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 but like whether or not it was actually like him that was responsible for setting up the death camps or it was himmler or whatever else so i think that like kim jong-un's in a similar situation where like he may not have control over these like horrible decisions that are happening um who know who knows really like it, it could be did you get it i don't know no no it's still God, flying around damn it damn um Stupid so i don't i don't know how much he has control over these these sorts of decisions yeah. um and at the end of the day it's like okay so yes he he may or may not have done bad things i saw people bringing up khashoggi for some fucking reason uh at the end of the day no matter what he's done Otto Otto warmbier whoever he killed or what happened there are there are people in North Korean labor camps that will have that will we will that could have the opportunity to get freed yeah. because this is happening, and so again it's like I think I said this on a, a much earlier podcast where there is no justifi- justification for war if the collateral damage is going to outweigh the amount of lives that are currently being lost. Yeah, exactly. And so that's exactly what Trump said about not bombing Iran was he's like, okay, you shot down an unmanned drone and if us striking them would kill 150 150. people, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I think that that's how war should be approached. It's like world war two was the last obvious war of like, we need to get involved here. This is a serious fucking problem. Um, but ever since then it's been kind of these weird mystery proxy wars where we're just trying to either conquer land or take resources or whatever else that serves absolutely no purpose right um uh adrian says uh why do you think african americans have been more upset this time around with reparations and what are your thoughts um more upset how uh, I think that I don't totally. Understand. I think they're energized about it. We covered this earlier, but I'll repeat it again. Um, which is that, like, it's just it, reparations are all platitudes. And like, the, and the example that I bring up is, what if you're a mixed race person who's white and black, and then your white side owned slaves and the black side was slaves? Honestly, reparations. It's too late. It's too late to ever do this. So, right. like, and and also you could look at so many different things that happen as reparations. Like in terms of, um, with college, um. Pell Grants? Uh, is that a thing? Uh, well, no, is no. That a, is that a uh, affirmative action? Thing? Like affirmative action and things I like this. I mean, they give Pell Grants, or there's a grant that's there's for all. I mean, there's all kinds of things that's, that's from that, the federal that government. can help you. So, so like, I just think that we we've, we've come too far to rectify this problem. We, we you know, like, w- 
it's too complicated. Uh, you know, one slave could have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of descendants now at this point. It, it just it just doesn't. It, it, it's absolutely a logistical nightmare that would cause chaos amongst everybody else. And so I think that any black person that's like like Ta-Nehisi Coates, I, I legitimately border on hating that man. And I think because he's dishonest, um, he's a bad representative for the black community in terms of like just saying that every problem is external. It's not internal, which I think is what I'll, I'll just People, stick. I'll, I'll keep it to the gay community. It's like we don't really have any problems anymore. Uh, that from external forces but all the problems that we have are internal i was literally just saying this yesterday it, it, people have not been in the last five six years people have not been turning inward to look at what could be limiting their success you know why why is that it's hard <laughs> it is it's hard. hard it is hard to look inward at yourself um look, but look inward at yourself look inward at yourself yeah a lot of people are pointing fingers at these external forces that may be limiting their success or hindering their success as a person when really there's a lot of a lot of internal things that you should focus on first right um ultimately right and and, and again too like what what do we say about the person and I, and I hope we get the comments to come in on this one but like the person you, you all know this person this is the person that you all know you probably had know them at work you probably it's probably one of your friends the person where they every time they talk to you when they're upset Every person in their life is the one that's causing them problems. Everybody else in their life is causing yeah. them problems. And if you're a smart person, and if you listen to this podcast, it means that you are. <laughs> who's the problem? That person's the problem. Right. So it, it's kind of it's like I think we're, like with every one of these sort of minority fringe groups, it's going to take the leaders of these groups to be like, "Hey, gay community, like, why are you guys still like 35 years five year, 35 years old and acting like infants? You don't have any plan for like." starting yeah. a family or living any sort of like moving on to the next chapter of your life you're still fucked up on like molly and at a kygo concert in your fucking 40 so like what are you doing you know mm -hmm. like what are you doing with your life like you can still be that person that's fine but it's like also you should you're going to end up in an existential crisis and and realize you've not accomplished those sort of big things in life that make you move on to the next chapter of purpose and so I think that we have a crisis of purpose. It, like everybody kind of does right now, but I think that like men have a big crisis of purpose. I think that like black activism and the people that are really deep into it have a crisis of purpose because the fight isn't really there anymore. And most of the problems and conflict are sort of happening internally, but there's no black leader that will come forward and say like, oh, well. And Candace Owens is a shill. She sucks. And she's, like, a, ter <laughs> and she's a terrible one. Because when, whenever we get a black leader, it's like, people like candace owens because, or, because it's that kind of thing of like or the she, exact opposite because like she's the kind of person that has to paint it as like the only answer to the only answer to the problems that i'm seeing on the left is just straight ticket conservatism of and, course and it's it like is. no because now again you're not thinking for yourself right you're thinking for for prager you you're thinking for charlie uh, kirk don't get me started on our fucking only prager you our, our only gay our, well dennis prager is not that bad but prager, no I hate prager, him. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> well the, I, I hate him Prager, you have such a problem with because so if you watch his content, you wouldn't I have, hate him. I have. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Um, I find them to be quite sinister because of the way they do their marketing to get people on board with Prager. You, I have my ads on YouTube set to be non-personalized. Mm -hmm. I don't want YouTube to look at my searches, my YouTube searches, and tell me and show me ads for things that I've searched for. When I did that, I immediately started getting ads for Prager. You, huh? So PragerU is advertising to people, to young people who are using YouTube, 
they're using it in a way that's non-targeted. So they'll be in an ad that's for people who don't want to see certain things, people who are young and able to be indoctrinated into certain ideas. And I think it's really, it's really quite sinister. I just think it's, it's really, it was really, I've seen so many PragerU ads and it's only when I've ever had my personalized ads off. Interesting. Well, well I mean, I, I will just tell you that the content that they put out is not, it, it's not dishonest. It's it, cringy. It's cringy for it's sure. So no, I'll, I'll give cringy. you, I'll give you cringy for sure. But like, they're not, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, like, uh, Perry, it's a, it's a kind of thing like they're trying to sort of posit themselves as like, you don't need, and I kind of agree with the sentiment in a way, but like you don't need college to learn whatever else. And But... Um, that old fuck. So anyway, like again, on, on the topic of um, how everyone sort of sees things in a different way, we uh, I'm going to have you, because you were the one that brought this up in the notes, so I wanted to kind of bring it up, is uh, Mini AOC. Ah, uh, yes. Mini AOC. So if you guys haven't heard of her, she's this, what, eight, she's an eight-year-old girl who uh, became popular on Twitter in the last few weeks. That's good, thank you. She became popular on Twitter in the last few weeks, and she basically puts on glasses and red lipstick, and she looks somewhat like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's been posting these videos that are totally scripted uh, where she's making fun of AOC's stances and making fun of other Democrats and people in our government. And this this was all happening on Twitter. This all happened in the span of like two weeks. Uh, and this is the article following those two weeks. It says, Mini AOC doxed and threatened. Family shuts down all her social accounts. And into the article it says, and this is from the Daily Caller. It says, the family of a young girl who went viral for mocking Democratic New York rep Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez shut down all of her social accounts Wednesday after receiving death threats and harassing phone calls. A tweet from the account purporting to belong to the little girl's stepfather said she will not be doing any more content because the harassment and death threats have gone too far and threaten her and the family's safety. Moving on, there's a quote. It says, Ava will not be doing any more mini AOC content. The left's harassment and death threats have gone too far for our family. We have been getting calls on our personal phone numbers for our safety and our child safety. We deleted all mini AOC accounts. Okay, so Adrian says that he can't stand AOC. Neither can I. Um, right. And it's not its not really like – it's just because I've never really seen anyone so usually – the, usually unintelligent people are arrogant. But I've never seen anything quite like her. It's like she 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 seems to lack the ability to articulate the ideas that she actually has. And uh, let's be real, guys. We we all know that that photo op that she put out was it was fake. It was fake. It, it, there's just no possible. The like, photographer said it happened before she was in office. Honestly, I it did not. Yeah, I don't, buy it I don't totally thing. buy it. I would like to have another source on that. I'm still very skeptical because it's just too perfect. It's too perfect. It's too perfect. And, um, I, and the thing I was telling you before we did this podcast was like. Okay, let's say let's say it's real, right? Like she actually went down there and what she was now? that hysterical. If you're a politician, you can't you can't weep on camera. It it is it is such a bad look. You it, do something about it. Yeah, like like something about like it just makes you seem unstable. And like I get that women have a different rap in politics and like, but but even if you're a woman, you you can't like if you see Nancy Pelosi cry, fuck no. Like if you seen Diane Feinstein cry, uh uh-uh. uh. Like you don't do that shit, like because it makes you look unhinged. Like yeah. I mean, I mean truly, like, so if, if you care that much, again, so like these detention centers, I keep talking about them. What are you doing about it? What is your plan? Yeah. Give me a plan. Give me some kind of plan. 
because like there was a bunch of funding that Trump tried to push forward and like in the GOP and then Cortez rejected it because she's like well she's like well it doesn't have anything to eliminate ICE and it's like bitch that's not the point the point is that like we need more funding down there so these kids are treated better like that's what you want right mm -hmm. like or like what do you what do, like what does she want that's what I don't understand like she's, like, she's completely unclear on what she actually wants right well well this mini AOC account has just been making fun of of AOC uh, am I, am, so, so I'm sorry so I got I got away from my point so like my, okay. my point my point on this being two 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 separate worlds is that this is like some like a family that's obviously on the right that would be complaining if someone on the left did the exact same thing like if they made like a like a mini a mini Trump kid they'd be like how dare you exploit your child to, to make fun of our president and it's like they do the same thing and now the Daily Caller writes an article about it of how like oh this is so terrible the family's getting their kid docs and it's like yeah because they chose to do this but it's on your side so now you're outraged about it and so it's just all that sort of a horseshit about that anyway sorry go ahead i don't really have anything else to say i think you just was that what you're gonna go with it yep i'm sorry <laughs> well though. the whole thing is it's really uncomfortable because we've talked about somebody named soph who has a youtube channel and she's sort of in the same vein of mocking liberal things yeah. um and i get it the thing is with soph her youtube channel is self done. It's her and her brother who's slightly older than no, him. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not her brother. It's this. It's it's this other kid that's slightly it's not older than her. Brother. He does. He, he. She's not revealed what his identity like or okay. like what his actual name is. But she says that he's a Gen Z person as well. His like username is Vapor Rub Boy or something. But he just okay. makes like YouTube poop com content. Yeah. Um. And he does some of the writing with her, but like she edits everything and. But but also too, I've seen her interviewed several times now on several different networks, and she she seems real like she's has her ideas are clear in her head. Mm -hmm. You can tell if if someone like us is talking to her and we talk for too long with too many big ideas. It's like right because she's young, you know. But she's a real person. Um, sorry, were you? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so uh, is is obviously self made she is yes. writing her own scripts. organic she's organic she's she's writing her own scripts with this one person who writes some of the stuff but they're the same age they both are old enough to have formed their own ideas and they're genuine when you look at somebody like mini aoc she's not looking at the camera she's looking at cue cards behind the camera reading a script that her parents obviously wrote for her and are uh, in the script are these stupid trumpisms that are so obvious obviously telling that her parents are total trumpsters yeah. and this poor girl who's eight years old has no fucking idea what politics are she has no grasp of i mean she's 10 years away from voting i don't think she's she's able to start forming opinions but i don't think she's fully set in these things no and and her parents have have been making her say these things on video and she's gone viral because of it. Uh, and it's really exploitative. Just like the same thing with Desmond. It's the opposite end of what Desmond is. They're just not sexualizing her, which... Well... <laughs> that's the difference. People still want to... I mean, I'm sure people still want to sexualize yeah, her all they yeah. want. Pedophile is going to pedophile. No. <laughs> we should help those people and Sp put them into rehab. Speaking, uh, speaking of which... Uh, that's the kind of thing that... It's something that, like, maybe you can't help it, but, like, you need help. Right. Because no. you should never act upon it. Yeah. Did we, did we say we were going to talk about this? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, like, okay. So. Briefly, I, we I, talked about yeah, it. Yeah. So, I actually think th this is something that I think will be interesting to close it out on. And then, like, everybody who's sticking with us right now, um, we, we want to do another um, 
we, we want to do what we did last time after the debates, which was like, you guys can just ask us whatever question you want. So we got about four minutes to go and this topic should cover it. And then you guys can ask us any question you want and then we'll, we'll answer it. Sure. Uh, Cause that was really fun to do after the debates. Uh, and it was fun to shoot the shit with you guys. Um, but the thing I wanted to say was like, so I think that pedophilia is absolutely rampant in this city. Like I yes. think that in, in Los Angeles, I think they are absolutely yeah. everywhere. They are protected. They are harbored. Um, you thought the Me Too movement was big. Wait till the fucking pedophile movement comes down. Well, um, there's, I mean, are you going to talk about, you know who, that tweet you sent me? Yeah, so, so let, me, let me pull yeah. that up. So, um, uh, I mean, most a lot of the people here are about, I mean, a couple of the people here are about my age. You guys all grew up with, um, I mean, like, Shake It Up, that Disney TV show with, with, like, Zendaya and Bella Thorne doing, like, their dancing thing. They get on this dance show, and it's all about their lives. Well, this whole thing with... Um, Actually, Bella Thorne recently uh, tweeted out, or not not Bella Thorne tweeted out. She went and did an interview on a talk show where, well, we have the video pulled up, but she did an interview where she just exposes what happened to her. And then we're going to talk. So let me, let me, I'll show this video. And then I want to talk about a few people in particular um, that are related to this. Uh, so just give me one moment here and then we'll pull it up. So here we go. Yeah, but this was shocking. It, it is what it is. Not like, shocking, It's like actually, anything in my life. I mean, if you read the book, you'll be like, <laughs> transitioning from Disney to this was fucking easy. I don't know. Getting molested for fucking from your uh. 6 to your 14 seems like way harder circumstances. Or being physically abused all the time seems like a much more difficult situation than fucking have paparazzi following you since you were 12. I don't know. I was still being molested when paparazzi were still fucking following me. So it's pretty hard in my mind to think about these big flashlight photographs and everyone thinking they know me and talking about me, but having no idea the type of mistreatment that I was still dealing with at that time that everyone around me saw and did nothing. So I don't know. You tell me what's so hard. Because that to me, way harder than any other of this other shit that I do on a daily basis. Oh, so, so she worked for Disney. Uh, I'm uh, so, so Epstein. Epstein's involved with Disney, right? I actually don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not sure on that one. So, I'll, 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 but like, if you don't, if you guys don't believe that this stuff is so widespread and so like the tentacles are so deep and everything, just Google Jeffrey Epstein. That'll send you down a rabbit hole. Um, this guy has his own private island where he fucked children um, and still probably does fuck children. Um, he's really involved with the Clintons, um, all kinds of entertainment people. Um, and he, he got charged, but he, he only served like nine months. Jesus. Um, and then and he can't be charged again. No. Right? And then Brian, Ryan Peck is another one who worked for Nickelodeon. He got charged, uh, and wasn't allowed to be on uh, around children, but he found a loophole. So he's now been rehired in Hollywood and works on sets with children and because uh, he found a loophole that if he's on a set, he can be around children still. Mm -hmm. And this is one of at least tw 250 people that I'm aware of that still operate and function in Hollywood and everyone around them still prop them up and protect them that fuck kids. I mean, like Hollywood, the, the reason why like the Me Too thing and, and Time's Up, like I think came out as much as it did is that they're like, okay, uh, this was bad. Don't look, please God, don't look at this. Don't look at how many kids we fuck all yeah. the time. Um. And why, how do we get on to this? I don't, I think we just said 
something about pedophiles, and then we got onto it. Yeah, well, you, you can you can get me down the pedophile. Oh, because people were sexualizing people like Desmond, right? Like people like this mini AOC. The, Maybe the, they were. I oh, and then you were talking about how like so, so like okay, so here's the here's the really tricky part. And I, this is where you this is where you were at, and this is what got me here. So, and 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 I did want to have a moment at least that was recorded on our podcast of me saying this very clearly. There, there is a semblance, some modicum of empathy I have for a non-offending pedophile who wants help. Yeah. Because I mm-hmm. do believe that this is a, a large paraphilia that meaning a fetish or whatever else that cannot be programmed out of these people. And I'm not somebody who believes in just death or whatever. I mean, if they offend, then yeah, we got a serious fucking problem. But like, there is no avenue for these people to tell somebody that I have this horrible, horrible urge to do something horrible. Mm-hmm. And what do I do about it? And so I, I don't even really know what my point is. Like, I, seriously, like every pedophile that's working in Hollywood, I hope they fucking, I, I hope they, they deserve, deserve the burn. worst death that's yeah. ever. And I, I honestly, like I'm so angry with these people that I would help participate. I would use pliers to rip their fingernails off. Like I seriously hate people that fuck kids. Like I will, I, I would personally kill you like with yeah. like no problem. And, and I'd make it slow. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Because, because like to, to, to fuck somebody's life up before it even begins, I can't imagine something more monster. Like you might as well have killed, like just kill them. I, like, it, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, with Bella Thorne as the perfect example of this, I'm sure Zendaya, Zendaya was getting molested Dude, just as much. All of them. All we have them. Zendaya, Bella Thorne, Fucking the sweet life of Zach and Cody kids. Probably. Probably. Anybody who was involved in kids television. uh, What's her name? Miranda Cosgrove. Very likely. Uh, We know Amanda Bynes went crazy. Amanda Bynes. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. All of them. All of them. And they all end up or Most of them end up acting out in a way that's crazy to us, but in a way that's so... And, and, then, and then we want to have the excuse indicative. of like, oh, it's because they, they were they were so famous at so young and they made so much money and that's mm-hmm. why... That, and, and no, I don't it, buy it. Now that we're older and we, we now know how much of a rampant problem this is, it's because there are so many fucking kid fuckers in they Hollywood. abused, yeah. yeah. This city is absolutely... The, the, the city, the Catholic Church, like absolutely fucking infested mm-hmm. with these people. Uh, well, I'd love to know... Uh, uh, why you disagree and frankly I think maybe uh, with the empathy thing I think ah. that, that might be what Maya is saying but the the empathy thing is like these people if they're non-offending they've never offended I think there's <sighs> there needs to be some kind of rehabilitation for them mm. offenders rot in jail yeah but non-offenders if you know what you're doing or what you feel is incredibly there has wrong, to be some course of action like, yeah or else they're just going to they're going to just hide it and do it. You know, yeah. You know for them. Um, so now we we've reached an hour. So like, you guys have, uh, we have six people in here, which isn't a lot. But if you guys want to ask us any question you want, you can go ahead and ask yeah. us. We'll just hang out for a little while and answer some questions. And then we're gonna go see the new Spider Man. So oh fuck, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. I wonder. We're probably gonna see the outline of his butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I that's think a prediction because that, yeah. we'll yeah uh, the outline of his. Speaking of, speaking of which, I watched Into the Spider Verse. Uh, Seriously, guys, watch it. I mean, like, I'm, like, so not into identity politics stuff. And I was, like, so concerned because he's, like, this black and Latino kid. But, like, they, they did it in such an elegant, amazing way where, like, it, it just it doesn't talk about any of that shit at all. Yeah. It's just it's a kid that happens to be from Brooklyn who 
it's on Netflix now. Go watch Into the Spider Verse. The animation is so cool. I think I think Miles Morales. Okay, I, I have a question about that. Yes. Why would he be Miles Morales if his mother's the one who's Latino? <laughs> Maybe his dad is like black Dominican. Okay, okay, oh, that's a good that's a good answer. <laughs> All right, so so let, let's read some comments here. Yeah, so totally. Neon Oni says, "Does Hollywood attract kid fuckers, or do people turn into kid fuckers when surrounded by sexual and, and narcotic excess?" So I I think we've had this conversation before. Um, I think okay. Uh, God damn it, this is like a really tough one to answer because, I I think that there is a level of power you reach mm-hmm. and i and I, I i can't i'm only guessing because i can't i can't even imagine what it's like to be this powerful to where you can literally get anything you want so you do something really dark but i think so here so actually i i literally just came up with a theory right now okay are you okay, ready for this yeah so you know how there's like the gay mafia like i've gotten jobs in entertainment because i'm gay the gay quote mafia but it's, or it's like, like a gay jewish people have it in entertainment yeah I almost think that like it, the pedophilia thing may have its own wow system of like protection and propping up. Maybe. Like I mean the Catholic Church does. <laughs> right? Where they where they just shift you around and hide you. But but yeah. but but I so like so Neon Oni to answer your question, like I, I think that like a lot of Brian Singer's behavior can actually be explained in the way that you're talking about of how like he had these pool parties. He may not know have known how old the kids were, and they were doing a bunch of Molly, and then he fucked. Or, like, that's kind of the funny. So, like, I'll give you guys some insider tea. I might get in trouble for this. Mm. Brian Singer's not a top. So anybody that says that, like, Brian Singer, like, raped them, they're not being honest. Uh, and as somebody who fucking hates pedophiles, like, this is uh. – <laughs> this may not be terribly accurate, but I'll leave it there. Uh, Maya says pedophilia is undeniably wrong. However, I think I should stay between the victim and the offenders. I am against the type of community that starts to believe they're justified to crucify someone. I'm still not understanding what she means. Do you do you get that? Um, I, you know, just clarify, Maya, and I'll well I'll catch up on it. I'm against the type of community that starts to believe they're believe that they are justified or to crucify someone. So we are crucifying pedophiles i don't know i don't know it's misleading maybe we'll yeah oh okay i still cannot believe child or or imagine michael jackson as a child molester so i choose to stay neutral and i hope that never happened i you know i i I think that i so i watched i watched the first part of that documentary i think that it's possible that he did it um I think a lot of like the really graphic parts of it, like where they they go into this thing about like, and then he put his penis in my mouth. I w- I really believe that he was a voyeur, like he would he would like make mm-hmm. kids change naked in front of him. Um, so I think that like definitely he would have gone to jail for the stuff that he did. Um, but again, I think that like he he probably was the product of of getting he was mo- molested. Certainly, he was absolutely molested. Wh- which again is is why I think that we this discussion needs to be in the forefront of like why this happens and and stopping the offenders from ha- from it happening again um yeah and adrian i will post it on the podcast app but thank you for sticking around mm-hmm. uh retro tuber i don't know what ist or itsv is um so you'd have to uh let me know what that is um uh neon oni says early on uh sean mentioned that the gen z girls with weird feelings towards the lgbt community were probably white girls that's a good question why do you assume that this is the least white generation in u.s history well, the thing is, uh, white women are the loudest voices in that I found. That, I, yeah, are the loudest voices on the left. There's a or there's a large movement for 
white feminism right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I think people will see that us as white gay people, our whiteness overrides us being gay in our minority ship. So they don't Isn't see us. Interesting? I know they don't see us as allies. That blows my fucking mind. They don't see us as allies, so they think that we are oppressors of them because we are at the very core white men. Yeah. When yeah. really we are white gay men, and we've experienced certain things because of us being gay. Yeah. Uh, I I think, I definitely think white women have shifted towards their own empowerment over minority empowerment. Yeah, because yeah, I I think you're right. Like just in the sense of like it, it it's a less complicated message. It's like I, I in fact like a lot of a lot of the the women you see coming up against trans athletes are primarily white women. Mm -hmm. It's not women of color, and so I think that like I think that like women of color either don't care or or they're uninterested in kind of what's going on. Jesus Christ, I know. Um, uh, but like I, I think that you're right to that degree. So I am. Um, so Maya says, can you read these? Sorry. Uh, Maya says, basically we, this is referring back to Michael Jackson. Basically we don't really know much about the accusations. We choose to believe the statements of victims or not. I mean, yeah. this whole, the whole documentary that just came out about Michael Jackson is like, it's all testimony. So, so I mean, Maya, the way that I feel, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Um, like, uh, consumed a lot of his music. I've remixed a lot of his music. Um, I love Quincy Jones. I love everybody involved in it. Um, it's just that one of those things of like, the, 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 the thing you have to see is like, there is no normal man who would hang around children in the way that he did and hold their hands. We, we dismissed a lot of the yeah. stuff that would look strange. Like if it wasn't somebody so massively famous, we wouldn't have dismissed that behavior if it were done, if it wasn't him. So like there, there's 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 optics that look so strange mm -hmm. to me like the next step of him like like embracing and holding a like a little kid's hand that isn't your kid in public is should alarm anybody yeah like and so like whether or not exactly what they said he did he did it you know is not terribly relevant but I do think that like there. It's it's possible. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like, and so that's kind of I guess where I sit. And it all signs point. Excuse me, I just spit everywhere. All signs point to him doing it, or all the des the testimony points to him doing it. But I think he was trying to fulfill this thing that he was stripped of when he was a child. I I, I do think so too because like because like like in watching the documentary, the the things that I believed was like the, like so one of the like one of them was talking like was talking about this game he'd have them play of like, how quickly could you, if you had your clothes off, how quickly could you get them back on? And that reminds me of like the weird kind of like pseudo gay shit that would happen at camp and stuff like that. And so yeah. I do think that his mind was of that of like he a was, young person. He was a child. But at the end of the day, you do have to accept that he was an adult watching a little kid do right. this. I mean, he was mentally a child. I want to, yeah, I want to clarify. Yeah. Did I not say that? No, I said that. Okay. I said yeah. he was a child, but I meant to say. Mentally a child. Mentally, yeah. he was stuck at the point where he was molested as a child, which I'm speculating on, but I absolutely I mean, come on. It. Yeah. Like, and, all, and all, you know, even, even if that wasn't the case, I mean, Joe, we, we all know joe jackson treated him like absolute garbage and so and he was trying to repeat the cycle of help helping i'm using air quotes helping a child perhaps become a sexual being or yeah. whatever i try so i like my i'm like a huge michael jackson fan um like 
so it, it's a really hard one for me to wrap my head around too. Like I'm not, I'm not like one of those like burn the witch kind of people, especially like he's fucking dead. And like, and, you know, and like, that's like my biggest point of this too is like, unless like he was like a Jimmy Savile type character where it was like, I know you don't know who that is, but like mm-hmm. Jimmy Savile was this guy in England. He, he was like a national hero. Um, and uh, he had the show called Jim will fix it where like kids will write in of like, Hey Jimmy, I have this problem. Like, help me like, like, you know, and he would like, it was a very sweet kind of children's show. And then we find out later that he molested hundreds and hundreds of boys and like maybe killed some boys, like some really horrible shit. But he like up until pretty recently, he was like a national treasure of England until we found all, all this stuff about him. And so like there, there, there is, there's a bit of like an iconography that Michael Jackson has that I think protects him a bit from, from what he may or may not have done. But like, it's tough because like even with these kinds of things, you have to measure like the severity of it. Because like if it was like Jimmy Savile le- like levels, then obviously it needs to be exposed. But now he's dead, and the only people that have to deal with the consequences of his behavior are his children. And so it's like, yeah, why are we doing this now? Kind of thing is how I feel about it even though I can't really prove uh, what he did. Anyway, you want to read more comments? Yeah, Maya says, people deserve to be innocent before proven guilty. It terrifies me when one person can say something and then so many people agree. Yeah. And this this actually ties in a lot to, like, all of what Me Too has been. It has all been, or a lot of what Me Too has been. It has been a lot of, like, I, I want to specify, the Aziz Ansari thing. That Just ruined not, him for, like, a year. Yeah, and it was nothing. And it was nothing. nothing. He, they had a bad date. That's it. When you go back to somebody's apartment on a first date, I, I mean, you and I, like, if I came back to your apartment on our first date, I'd assume we were, I was at least going to suck your dick. Like, I mean, but I had, like, a, an assured interest in Yeah, him, like, a, you know? the, the, the illusion that, that the girl didn't know that, like, the invitation back to the apartment didn't mean some semblance of sex that's kind of that what i mean either yeah. number one like you have to admit that you're a retarded person or be that like that you, you're lying you know yeah yeah um, and, and they just had a bad date they had an awkward date she went back to his apartment he says he's on sorry i don't know i'm not physically attracted to him but i'd go back to his apartment for a drink if he invited me over and then i'd leave right or if, like, I felt inclined to suck his dick, I would suck his dick. But otherwise, I'd just say no, yeah. and I would leave. Yep. He did nothing to physically assault her. He was just being a weird, awkward, whiny baby about sex. Neon Oni, which, which episode of uh, Love, Sex, and Robots did uh, they direct? I not know. I think I, I think I think I know which one you're t- – was it the, the girl the, – this, this, a girl who, like, works in the sex club? Because that looked like the same animation, so I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, no worries, Tom. Uh, Maya says people deserve to be. We in- just read that oh, one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of assumption. Retrotruber says it is pretty much accepted today that a child who is traumatized is stuck at the age of the trauma in terms of their development as a person. Dude, I okay. I so, fuck. I'm willing to. Okay, okay, I'm willing to say it on. On here, because I. Ah, shit, Uh-oh. I can't. So. <laughs> what? Uh, <Be> careful. <laughs> you know, I think. I think it's. I it's think, for a private message. No, I, I, I think no. My, okay, my mother experienced like really horrific abuse uh, from like six to about like ten years old. Um, I won't say who did it to her. I think that's the key element that yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, but like serious, serious sexual abuse. Um, it manifested in in a lot of strange things from her, and it affected my life too. So, she hadn't dealt with what had happened to her at all. Um, and and so, 
anything pertaining to sex when I was growing up was this terrifying, horrible thing. She she dove really headfirst into being this hardcore Christian, um, uh, so much so that she sent me to a Pray Away the Gay camp I when I was 15 years old. And I was there for a year. And so this directly affected my life in a, in a really, really big way. Um, once she admitted to me that that's what had happened to her and it, all of her behavior up until that point made sense. Mm -hmm. and, and then like her and I are now super close because she's willing to, but nothing about it infantilized her or made her like stuck in some semblance mm -hmm. of like, she didn't do like a lot of girls who are sexually molested. They're like, do the baby voice and like it'll it will stick them. But it's not a universality is my point. Like, but right. it will make you double down into bad ideas because you have this fear of some cycle of of behavior being repeated. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my point is that it's not universally true uh, of that happening. And, and I I mean, I'm speaking anecdotally, but it did it, it did affect me um, directly. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, no, yeah, I thought that was the one. Um, Maya says, uh, we have the law and court system to deal with these accusations. When people t uh, take it out of the courts, it gets messy. I tried to avoid, I tried to, yeah, I tried to avoid the mess. Yeah. But, but I mean, I'm curious because like, that's how I felt about Kavanaugh. And then like every woman that I knew, uh, was treating me like I was a fucking leper. So, um, I, I don't know, like with Kavanaugh, I'm like, something may have happened to Ford, uh, but it, it Honestly, like if I even said that at that time, I literally got strung up and I, I had friends block me because I was like, can you just wait for like some evidence or like what? Like th there's not enough evidence here, you know? Yeah. So Maya, that's like where I ran into serious problems on that one where it seems like the innocent until proven guilty doesn't matter to people anymore. It's an accusation is enough or, and how many hoaxes do you need? Like, like mattress girl or like the lacrosse, Duke oh. lacrosse thing or like whatever else. So so upsetting like that there is an incentive in uh, either monetary or through attention of um of of having a false accusation but i don't know oh i don't know that mattress girl thing was happening i think when i was in high school Oof, that was ugly. that was em yeah that embarrassing was for her embarrassing and she doubled down yeah and and, and ruined i mean ruined his life yeah of course because all that matters now is the accusation right it's not the truth that yeah. matters um I don't know. I the whole thing with Brett Kavanaugh too. There's still a stink around him mm -hmm. because nothing was proven, but the one accusation that came forward ruined his reputation. It has been fun to see, like, like you know, e even people on the left have have not gotten behind this woman who's accusing Trump because she's just so fucking loony and out Which there. Which one is this? The E. Jean Carroll woman. Or... I haven't heard of her. What is you her deal? No. Oh my God, Sean! I'm going to show you the e. best. E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean. So this Who's, is a woman who, who is named E. Jean. Uh, uh, this is this woman who. Uh, uh, oh, Jean. Carroll. Who who claims that Trump? Uh, oh my. Uh, who claims that Trump sexually assaulted her? In, I expected her to be younger. I didn't expect her to be Trump's age. Well, and then that's what Trump says. Like she's uh, not my type. <laughs> and I think he's telling Ooh, the truth. I think his type. Oh, do, I mean, what about these accusations against Trump? Against Trump that were like his his beauty pageant stuff did you keep up with any of that uh okay hang on one second here oh yeah i, f I forget you don't listen to me oh god damn it i fucking hate i forget you don't listen to me when i i can't <laughs> i can't multitask things. i'm sorry <laughs> uh god damn it did they scrub this clip from the internet oh, oh my geez. god really uh i don't oh, want any other yeah, commentary e channel initial gene carroll interesting 
Oh my god, did they really scrub this off the internet? What exactly are you looking for? Just her... I really want to just get it. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh god oh, damn it. god. So, I mean, we keep clicking on this video and it's just these annoying-ass YouTubers. It's, the, it's these two twins that are conservative. The, oh god, do they just fucking talk? The... the <laughs> Oh god, oh, this is suck. not good. This is not good podcasting at all. The gay biracial fine brothers okay, is what we they go. were. Uh, all right, switching to the yeah. Just part of this is one person you talk about in your book. This is not a book about Donald Trump. This is not. There's no. not Donald Trump on the cover. This is about no. your life and. We don't even mention his name. I mentioned his name once in the book once so you were in you say you were in bergdorf goodman i was coming out of bergdorf's which was, was a store i heard you liked a lot it's in new it's york a posh and cozy i was actually just there up when you talk about bergdorf I, I was just there today okay. it just, i just loved it so i was coming out and he was coming in he was standing out and he put his hand like this so i did not go through the revolving door he came in he said hey you're that advice lady and i said hey you're that real estate tycoon he said, come advise me. I want to buy a present. I said, oh, for who? He said, for a girl. So I was enchanted. It was such a great moment. Uh -huh. So how about the handbags? Oh, no, he doesn't want a handbag. Well, how about a hat? So he strolls to that. And had you, you hadn't, had you met him prior once, to that? Just once, briefly. There's a picture. Yeah, that's where the, the foot. Or he could have said, mm. plus a dressing room door. I hardly know. And have him shut the door. <sighs> I didn't freeze. Uh, is in every country. You don't use the word rape. This is the part I want. Sexual violence is in every country, in every strata of, of society. And I just feel that so many women are undergoing sexual violence. Mine was short. I got out. I'm happy now. I'm uh, moving on. Hmm. Um, and I think of all the women who are enduring constant sexual violence. So this one instant. This one, what, three minutes in this little dressing room? I just say it's the fight. That way, I'm not the victim, right? I'm not Interesting. the victim. Interesting. This fight. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown out on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. But I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault it is not i think most people think of rape as being sexy mm. let's take a short break think of the fantasies mm. we're just gonna take a, sh a quick break we're oh gonna, fuck around, we'll talk more on the other side you're fascinating to talk to <laughs> oh fuck she is uh think she might Woo! have a little bit of marion williamson blood i was just gonna like before <laughs> she said that i was like i was like she sounds moderate she sounds like she is a a sane voice of somebody who was mildly violated by Trump, and then she was raped with sex. <laughs> that was interesting. Okay, let me actually just say, many men have rape fantasies. Sure, yeah. I think that is actually a very common fantasy. Yeah. Because there's a power dynamic to it. Do you think, though, that if you I'm were saying that's right. accusing the President of the United States of raping you, that you would bring that up, though? What that, that yeah that, that some people rape have rape fantasies. fantasies. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I think it would probably it'd probably be pretty advantageous not to do that. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah. 
All right, well, Yikes. <laughs> I think that's about it. We gotta get ready to go on movie. <laughs> Fuck, that was that was really bad. Yeah. What was her name? E. Jean Carroll. Just Jean Carroll. You'll Jean come up. I think it was E. Jean Carroll. But, but they, but they've, yeah, they've kind of after that moment, that moment sort of sank the whole thing. Yeah, that know. did that does not play in the left's favor. No. That is really bad. No, no, no. Rape no. is sexy. Yeah. I'm saying that with a question mark at the end. Don't quote me. See, and also, too, I, I don't know if you guys Ugh. noticed my little American flag here in the top left Yay. corner, because tomorrow is the 4th of July, so I hope you oh. guys have a very fun and lovely 4th of July. I know. Watch some fireworks, drink some champagne, or some beer. Yeah, something. get drunk. That's what I'm going to do. Get drunk, hang by a pool or something wet. Mm-hmm. A slip and slide, even. Just, yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we love you all. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Ooh, oh, 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 no. Oh, Jordan, oh, no, what oh, are you no, doing? No, 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 no. <laughs>